See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. It's dead. Never coming back. But we're back. Hey, we had a week off and it feels like a month off. Yeah. Who the hell are we and why are we and what are we? Well, I'll tell you. We're Slow Robot A Go-Go. Why are we? We're here to bring back the love to all the B through Z grade movies that have fallen by the wayside yeah. from the days of yore. Yeah. And 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 who? I, uh, my name's the Mal. Of your? Yep, sure, why not? And 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 with me as always, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. My little pea brain is spinning. I'm trying to remember what I always say. Maybe I should forget what I always say and start like fresh. You know. Maybe you should just do it in another language. <laughs> like hola <laughs> muchachos. Slow robot a go go con Mal and Doctor Morbius. Hajimamaste. Slow robot super fun hour. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're not that'll doing that. That'll scare them. That'll make everyone turn it off immediately. Yeah, except Joust. <laughs> and then we can just talk about whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, now that everyone's gone, let me tell you why I hate this. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yes, uh, you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes. And if you're doing that, would you do us a solid and give us a favorable review? That would really help us out. And if you're not finding us there, then how are you listening to us? But whatever, it's on the internet. So you can go to bunchofdorks.com. There you will be presented with three choices in life. Top choice, Slow Robot Go Go. Movie reviews. Second button, Two Dimension Podcast. Is there any direction to that podcast? Hell no. No direction. Fighting the power. That is about comic books. And then the bottom one is Bunch of Dorks, where me and usually, most always, Dr. Morbius, by my side, we talk about uh, dumbness and play music. And hate. And hate. So there you have it. Hate, music, uh, movies, and comic books. Why the hell would you go anywhere else in life other than to the Bunch of Dorks website? Just stay in front of your computer and vegetate right. while listening to us. Exactly. Hey, but if you're not going there, you should also go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That is the official site of Slow Robot Agogo. I don't know why you would do that, but whatever, do that anyway. And if you say, if you woke up and said, hey, you know what, I really wish that there was more Mao in my ear hole. Uh, if it's Sunday at 10 p.m., go to Radio St. Pete. There I have a little independent... Uh, music uh, show called The Indie Circuit, and that is uh, a Radio St. Pete exclusive. Oh my God, that shtick lasts forever. What do you got going on, Dr. Morbius? Well, you just tired me out with I all know, that. I need to go get some coffee, maybe an IV drip, now. maybe some Gatorade. I got a blog, you know, Destination Nightmare. We got comic books, we got nice. comic book scans, we got like movie reviews, and we got like all sorts of good stuff. So go there too. Yes, those things. All right, what'd you watch, what'd you watch this week, man? Okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Just a couple things. Nice, all right. Just a couple. Well, the first thing, which is, which is, it ties in with um, uh, two dimension. Uh, we we watched and we actually interviewed the um, the guy who directed it. We watched the documentary called My Comic Book Shop Documentary. And I heard about that. How'd that go? Well, how oh, was really, that? really good. It's cool. a really good documentary by a guy who basically this is he's a he's a, a law he's in, he's a lawyer now. He's also studied journalism, but it was the first movie, whatever, he ever made, and it's really good. Basically, went to his local comic shop, interviewed the owner, which is a very interesting guy, and a lot of the patrons, and he did like an hour 
documentary, and it's won some awards. It's on YouTube now. Cool. You can go, you That's can Google, you can YouTube it and watch it. Nice. Guy's a real nice guy from Jersey, and it was a really good time. It's a good documentary. I recommend it. It's on YouTube, and if you wanted to, if you've never been to a comic shop, which I guess some people haven't ever been to one. It's a good representation of what it's like. It's funny. It's goofy. It's kind of sad. Now, does he? I was gonna say, does he break down like to the different like? Because some comic books, everyone feels fairly welcome, and some are like, I don't know if anyone feels welcome in them. Like they have like that the surly hate filled guy <laughs> yeah, some that, of that. that's just like could wants you to die. Doesn't want you there at all. Like you're like, why do you even have a shop, dude? Your records <laughs> records company uh, record stores have the same thing. Oh, yeah. Like they have the Uber Uber know it all. That who basically looks down on everyone oh, yeah, with disdain because they're not smart enough to be in his presence, or you have the guy that's like t- totally shot out, like just sick of dealing with vinyl heads or comic book people. I'm right, sure you know it's right. the same thing. So uh, you know, did he does he do those in the? Well, the the guy that runs the place is pretty much of a nice guy, but that's he does he does. He does seem to have, like, the usual characteristics when you run a store for 23 years. It's like, when it gets comic book day, he, and somebody calls him, he doesn't, he calls him, he goes, why are you calling me? It's comic book day, you know? <laughs> it goes, the usual crankiness that goes along yeah. with it. And, and, and it's about the characters that are friends, and, the, you know, they're always the regulars. Like and, the inner circle kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah it's cool. pretty good. But, yeah, with the record store, it was interesting, because down in... Uh, South Florida, there was always like, you know, you had your record, your hipster record store with the young kids, oh, you know, yeah. doing the, that punk rock stuff that was popular with the kids back then <laughs> and all that. But then you'd go to some place in North Miami or Broward and you got like the old time record store with the old New York guy behind the counter. Could and, care less about anything. And he really. was like, if it wasn't like, if you, if you weren't asking him for like, you know, a Frank Sinatra record, he's like, oh, the rock and roll's over there. Uh-huh. And he wouldn't know anything about it. And he'd have a <laughs> sign up that said, if if we don't have it, you don't need it. You know, yeah. that kind of attitude. So there yeah. was a lot of that going on. Oh, I, I have to show you the score I brought back from Texas. I, when I was in Texas for the for the big convention, I I, I found a record store right. and I walked through a, a very dangerous ghetto to get to it. Nice. And um, yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like it was, I bet, it, it yeah. was crazy. It was Austin, Texas, and um, it was like those the, the homeless that are like standing on the corner screaming to themselves, homeless, oh, yeah. you know, like those kind. But I walked through all that and I get to this record store, and I got um. A couple of compilations and a couple of punk uh, punk songs, uh, punk forty fives, and then I got the a Mimi Van Doren. Oh, cool! Three on each side. Cool. Like yeah, it's it's maybe. like one of like one of those EPs kind of, but it yeah. it looks like it's a forty five. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's coming home. Yeah, I almost yeah. bought the, the I almost bought a Charles Manson one, but I'm, <laughs> but, but I, because they had they had the, his records there. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? The only draw I've listened to it. It's just that hippie crap, and I was like, the only draw is because it's him. So I'm right. like, I just, I was like, eh, I have them digitally. I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Well, I was talking to, I was talking to King Don, and we, we were talking yesterday. Somehow or another, Manson came along, and I said, well, you know, he was trying to get a record deal. Yeah, Don uh, Wilson was. Yeah, was Dennis Brian, Wilson. Dennis Wilson. That's what. Well, in, in an interview with Neil Young that I listened to, apparently he knew Neil Young and he gave him his tape. And Neil Young actually went to Warner Brothers and gave it to the the owner, and the owner turned it down. So you know. Wow. Yeah. So such is destiny, I guess. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's that. So what else did you watch? Anything? Okay, this one's got a story too. Uh oh. Do you ever watch a movie, and you're watching it, and then you say to yourself, "Have I watched this movie before? I can't all, remember." All the time. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't it wasn't a senior moment on my part. No, but. no. That well, the amount that we watch 
And the amount that we watch for our different pro, uh, you know, different projects, just, just, you know, what I mean, like a lot of times, and their some are so similar. Yeah. The one that you suggested for la- for next week, yeah. I was like, we did that, and I went through our we thing. Did, we, we didn't, but there was like three on there that are just like that city beneath the sea, and then yeah. there's that like that one that was that the one we just did, the sub one. Yeah, Remember the that atomic the, submarine. Yeah, so I was like. I was like, well, I think we did that one already. So but no, then, no, but then it's it's different because it's it got is. Co- cooler people yeah. in some cases. So go ahead. Anyway, so I, like it was on like late at night. So I'm watching this movie and it's I don't know you know I don't know whatever you feel about it. It's 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 uh, what's the name of the title? It's uh, Silent J or Silent Bob and J. Yeah, J and Strike, Bob. James Strike and Bob Strike, Strike Back. Back yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure if I watched it. Some of the movie seems familiar. Some of the movie doesn't. But in rewatching it, some of it's funny. Oh yeah. But I got I got a sense that everybody in this movie was so full of themselves. Oh, and yeah. it's uh, like they were just referring to their own movies. It was like, aren't we so cool that we could make reference? And you guys got to laugh because obviously yeah. you wouldn't be here if you didn't love every single thing yeah. that we did. And it was just like the epitome of like snark. self indulgent, self indulgent snark. You know. But I, I like I laughed some of it. Yeah. Some of it was okay. They're, I like I liked most of their movies. Yeah. A lot of them, I mean, I think I even, like, I think Clerks 2 was one I just turned off. Clerks was good. The first Clerks one was, was awesome. Then the Clerks 2 was just, like, so, just shocking to be shocking. Like, yeah. some parts of it and everything in there. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't need this. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I like a lot of their stuff, and then some of it I can just do without. And, and that, they're almost, like, wholly... Fake, like their fans, like are so enamored by them that like saying it you don't love them is almost like declaring war. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't, I don't. and uh, eh, whatever. I mean, I mean it's you know I, I I think I mostly watched it just for the curiosity to see right. if I could remember watching if I remembered it. But I think I did watch it, but I don't remember a lot of parts of it because it's not wasn't that memorable to begin right, with. Right. Right. And you know, and a lot of their stuff I do remember, and I think very fondly of you know the. Mall rat was no not mall. Uh, there was, was clerk. There was mall rat. Mall rat there was chasing Amy. There was dogma. Dogma I liked a lot. Chasing Amy I didn't. I watched it. I was like, eh, whatever. Kind of a it was okay. Rom com. Yeah. Um. You know, I, like I said, I like the stuff. Uh. None of dogma I thought was really funny. Like I I, I was when I watched it, I was like, that one sticks out of my head. You know. Right, but I stopped after this one. Yeah, and I did too. I I didn't I didn't follow them like forever because they weren't getting any better really they were just getting it was more the same like Cheech and Chong like when you watch them like the first if you get to watch the first three you get it like you can go ahead and watch whatever else they did but it's kind of like I get it but in a a way these two guys kind of wanted to be Cheech and Chong for the modern era you know they really wanted it so bad and they don't have it it's not it's not happening well it's different now you know which we're going to talk about in our middle section Uh, it's different now like you can't really replicate that kind of thing just like you can't replicate the Three Stooges or, or you know, or like Laurel and Hardy and all them. They just that doesn't fly anymore. And no. I don't know. I don't know why. You know, but it's. I, eh. No, I mean, you know, you could, you could. I mean, you know, uh, granted, these guys were just playing their characters. Or, but as as I watch it later on, it's like it just seems like the way they were trying to build up their two characters, they were trying to be like a modern day Cheech and Chong. Oh, yeah, I really yeah, didn't. Probably. And it really didn't. I really didn't get it for a while. Now that I see it, it's like, eh. Maybe. Eh. So anyway, that's all I got. That's all you got? All right. Well, let's see. I, I, I didn't... 
I don't have my usual list of thousands. I don't know. I've kind of diversed. Well, now you have cable TV mm-hmm. and oh, you're watching no. football. Yeah, we'll talk about that on on BOD. All right. Um, first one I watched was Bitch Slap. This was a movie I watched a long time ago and loved. And then I, like, I remembered it fondly and I almost bought it. But then instead of that, I got it. I got it sent to me via Netflix, and um, and not so good. Like I, I must have come in like halfway through, and I was probably halfway drunk, because not, then when I watched it, I was like, I can see why everyone forgot about this movie. It was just kind of like, who cares? A mm. lot of over stylization, a lot of just, mm. you know. It, it, I didn't hate it. The ending, I liked the ending, third act. I thought was very good. First third, I could have done without. You know, the first act, it was like, meh, what so what, you know. Then I watched Escape from New York. I've seen that a million times, but now I've, <laughs> now I've seen it a million and one times. So I, I liked it. Obviously. Uh, oh, I, I. Now you love it. I love Snake Plissken's character. I li- like. I even like the Escape from L.A. I don't care. Plissken can do no wrong in my eyes. You know. I'm also a very big fan of Kurt Russell. Yeah. I, I like good. most of his stuff. He's just to me. He's. He's cool. Yeah, he's very cool on a lot of levels. All right. Then I watched one. You probably have seen this one. This. Uh, five dolls for an August moon. I have seen this movie, but I can tell you, like Jay and Silent Bob, I don't remember it too. Well. <laughs> it was interesting. Um, it's a Bava movie, I think. Yeah, it's it's a Mario Bava movie. It's probably a murder it's, mystery. It's too. it's a murder mystery set on an island. Um, you saw it. You got very, it on Netflix, or you saw it on? Yeah, Netflix. I I think it's streaming. Oh, okay. Um. So by the way, Netflix streaming got rid of a lot of movies recently. Oh, really? Again? They went. They got rid of seventy. Ah. Uh, anyway. Boy. But and and I maybe I did get the disc. I can't. No, no, no. Either. I think it was streaming. All right, okay. I, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um. I I liked it. Did you it. like it? Yeah, I liked it. it. Well, maybe I'll find I'll find another one of those Italian murder mysteries. We'll do I, another one because they're yeah. nuts. They're crazy. Yeah, man. this was crazy too, and and it was kind of goofball. Like they're, all they're very. Yeah, they go to extremes of like logic to like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know you're like okay whatever but yeah they got titles like the killer picked his nose and stuck a booger in my face or something yeah. like that you know they're all weird so that yeah and you know you remember that what was that one movie where um oh god D- danger diabolique I love danger diabolique. no 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 just diabolique that one where the spy is like stealing stuff. Or, that's Danger Diabolique. Okay. Diabolique, the original was a, a right. French movie about a murder thing. Okay, that's Danger Diabolique was a superhero. Right, the superhero guy. That's a good movie. You remember the bad guy from yeah, him? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, the he villain from... Four dolls. I don't know if he's in this one, but he reminds... He might as well be the yeah, same guy. Yeah. That that Like, the guy who owns the island. Like, he acts the same way as that guy, too, you know? Yeah, I'm wondering if it's a guy called a, a, a Dolfo Celli or something. Is he, like, any kind of gray-haired guy? Yeah, Does yeah. Does he look like he was in Bond movies? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like yeah, that I guy think, from think, Danger Diabolique. He's I think so it's hilarious. Him. I'm not sure, though, but I think it so is. So great. And then I watched one called Dream Warriors. Um, eh, it's like a sci-fi... Uh, I don't really remember it so well. Warriors. Yeah, come Dream Warriors. Play. Come out and dream. All right, we're done. Uh, so that's all I watched. Good for you. And then let's watch some trailers. We'll be right back. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Paramount Pictures presents a duel, ghoul, double, scream show. Scream number one. Frankenstein and the monster from hell. See the eeriest transplant in the history of horror. 
His brain came from a genius. His body from a killer. His soul came from hell. It's the newest and most frightening Frankenstein ever filmed. Scream number two. Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. The only man alive, feared by the walking dead. Born the night creatures and the black Captain Kronos is here! Frankenstein and the monster from hell. Plus, Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter, all shot. In color, both rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents. Now scream! Make way for Corrado, the Hong Kong cat. He's the king of Kung Fu Karate. He's quick as a cougar. Strong as a lion, fierce as a tiger, and he preys on man. He's coming to tear you apart. The Hong Kong Cat. Rated R. He's wild, man. Stay back, I got a chainsaw. Uh-oh. All right, Corrado the Kung Fu Cat. I have not seen that movie. No. I did see The Monster from Hell and uh, Captain Kronos. Yeah, you said you saw that as a double feature, I man. I saw it. it was a double feature. We saw it at a midnight show in 1975 at the Village Theater in Hialeah, buddy. Wow. And it was great, let me tell you. That's awesome. Well, keeping in, uh, in character from the... Or, or in the same... Thread as a theme as the um, how you can't really be the next Cheech and Chong because things move on. We thought instead of a top ten list this week, we would talk about how who killed fun. (laughs) How 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 did movies stab fun in the heart and say no more of you? And I my main my main like references are I'm thinking mostly of like uh, superheroes, you know. Yeah. There was some room for lighthearted fun. There was especially like the Batmans were over the top fun. Then it just died. Like then it had to. Everything is all gray and browns now, and everybody's yep. like, oh, Batman, and I'm Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, ah, and they're all like so serious. And you're like, what happened to you, man? What what happened? I think I think um, I think that sometimes people confuse uh, gritty with like serious and they confuse fun with you know campy and stupid and I think they think that they want to go see a serious movie but they don't realize that they're just watching some serious crap and they go mm. for all this grim stuff and it's, it's just all grim it's though it's boring it's boring is what it yeah. is it, it, it's just like to me especially the superhero movies they're all they might as well just have like a big machine that just goes kachunk here's this one kachunk here's this one cuz yeah. it's always the same like like violent well they're not violent because they have to be PG-13 or whatever they have whatever like range they're hitting but they're always like that like everything is so super serious and the the you know the, the hero is always like a torn person that's just all so angry uh, and you're like uh. well i have a i have a prediction like in the next 5 years they're going to so over saturate the market with superhero movies 
that people are going to get like tired of this. They already planet. have. No, they've got DC's got like eight more planned, and they're all going to be grim and gritty and. And, and who cares? Like they're, yeah. like, I think because uh like because of the X Men, that was huge. Yeah. Um, Batman. Batman was huge. Like the reboot. So then they just said, "Well, we got to be that." What else do you got? And you're like, oh, here's here's you know here's the flaming carrot. I'm a flaming carrot. You know, flaming just, carrot was actually funny. Right? Oh yeah, it was a great funny. My yeah, my sister, sister collected sister, them, yeah. and they were hilarious. Just like uh, what was it? Reed the Reed Fleming. Reed the Fleming, the world's angriest milkman. Milk yeah. milk now, there's no if they did those, they would be they wouldn't even be fun. They they'd would be, be they'd be like indie movies. Yeah, they wouldn't make yeah. a lot of money. I mean, Hollywood's main intention is to make money. So they're just making the movie looks like look like it costs a billion dollars, so they can make a billion dollars. That's not working though. And well, something well, comes some, some, some it is. is. Yeah. I mean, they're they're doing well overseas too, you yeah. know, because it's because of the the three dreaded letters C G I. That's oh, what yeah. that's what's doing it all. C G I. I mean, like look at look at um like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like yeah. okay, now maybe the first ones were were too goofball. I don't know. May like I don't even know. Like can. Is there even a market for a fun, funny movie anymore? Like I, I don't know, but but I read somewhere that one of the biggest selling, b- biggest uh, box office movie series is some like series of dance movies that have been happening for the last, and they don't get much, they don't get like the big, you know, what you, you mean call Hollywood? It? No, they're American ones. I forgot what they were called, but I read about it. And it says the the series has done better than a lot of the superhero movies because there are, you know, people, whatever, couples that or women, whatever, that want to go see some, like, you know, dirty dancing kind of movies. And there's apparently some series, there's five of them, and it's done... Step Up or something? Yeah, Step Up, that thing. Those things... Those things are making a ton of money. I don't think they cost that See, much. See, that's to all make. just like goofball love, though. That's like a that's that like stuff sells big time. Wow. Man. So that's the other side of the coin. You know, yeah, you got the I guess. you're grim and gritty, you know, whatever. But on the other side, you got like silly dance love things that are doing. Thankfully, they're not making any more Twilight movies, though. So that the sparkles are gone. Mm. You know, the sparkles <laughs> and the, all that stuff gone. So but, uh, I, obviously, my main. The main thing and what I think of is just like how the old Batmans were like hilarious. Yeah. And fu- like you didn't really need a whole lot. And it was just kind of like that bomb scene where he's running around trying to throw a bomb away. And there's like all the over the top like nuns and you know lovers and stuff like that. Like, and you seriously laughed. And you seriously like laughed when he had a can of shark repellent. It, it could, would anyone even consider no. that a movie anymore? Like they, no. they would just be like, "This is horrible." No, because people take their superheroes serious. They don't want campy superheroes anymore. They don't want their main does, guys to be. Does campy anyone anymore. like? I like that stuff. I thought There's it was kind of funny. There's a few people, but not. But no, I don't like, think. I don't think enough to support it. I mean, they could yeah. come out with a character. Okay, the, the apparently the Guardians of the Galaxy uh-huh. is humorous. And it's done really well. Apparently, there's a lot maybe, of humor to it. Maybe that will, maybe that'll change the that tide. That might change. That might change the tide. But I haven't seen it. But I heard there's a lot of, you know, quirky humor in it. So that could be something. But of course, it's within the palette of grays and blues and browns, you right. know, and all that kind of stuff. So from what I hear, because I that's well, kind of that's supposedly a little bit fun on the funny side. So that could change things around too. Because I remember this. Well, the Speed Racer movie did they did bad. Yeah. Well, that looked kind of weird. That was. Vibrant. That was the most colorful movie I've ever seen in my life. You know, that looked like a video game, didn't it? Kind yeah. Of? Well, the first thing I did when I got my HD TV and a Blu-ray player is I bought that movie wow. on Blu-ray because 
that's like that's like a color gasm in your face. You know what I mean? Like it's just really killing you with like, and it's so fast and it's so bright. And I, 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 that's such a refreshing change up to to the normal movies now, you know. I think I think the main thing is that like, and I, I mean, could be wrong on this. This is just like on top the top of well, my that's, head. We're just talking about our opinions. It's not right or wrong. Um, you know? ever since Lucas and Spielberg took over and changed in a lot of ways the way movies are made, it's been completely different. Before them, you had all different types of directors, and you still do with all these indie movies and all that kind of stuff. But as far as like the um, the the big, you know, special effects, blockbuster things, I mean, they basically have paved the way for the way everything's getting made from then from now to from then so on. Huh? Before that, before them, you were getting stuff like Death Race 2000 <laughs> or yeah. like you know goofball movies, you know, and stuff like that. And then from then on, it became like everything that's science fiction has to be this special effects, you know, CGI gasm, you know, and then you know. Not all are grim, but you know they have that tone to them. I'm not gonna accuse them of being the ones that did it because they had their own moments of different types of movies like Indiana Jones and this and that. But it seems like they set a template that's been going on since, and it's just getting darker right. and darker. And there's no filmmakers that are like doing anything much like, different. Maybe you know? Rodriguez. Like, would I you? Don't can... even like, I don't even like him. Uh, I was gonna say, would you? I mean, I don't you... like those stupid Sin City movies. I'm sorry if I offended oh. anybody out there, but I don't like those stylized. Black yeah. and white with color movies, you know. Because I, just, I don't could, do for you me. could say that the like Machete and like the Expendables, they're kind of funny movies. They're made action, but yeah, maybe they're they're almost like this the modern version of fun, I guess. I think maybe? there's another Expendable movies out. Oh yeah, there. No, they're, 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 that's not stopping. And I'm, they're, I'm surprised they're even branching care. out. Even I'm really surprised that people care about those guys yeah. still, you know, because no, they they're like to, ancient. They love to see. All those, because I grew up it, that that they're from my world. But and they're so old. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but everyone grew up going. Man, I guess. What if what if what if Van Damme and and Seagal and and they, what if they all did a movie together? I, I like, guess in a weird way they're kind of like my generation. We were Boris and Bella and Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Those guys are kind of like your guys yeah. now. And if they and, all um, did that, what if they all did a movie together, like a vampire? But they thing? did, and now yeah, they're uh, up, up to the fourth one. Now. Ours never did that. Oh, I mean, mine did. I, I'm waiting know. for like Jeff Speakman to get into the Expendables <laughs> and Joe Lewis, Jaguar Lives to get in there. There, no one will be spared. And okay. they're even doing a woman's spinoff of that, where it's going to be like Cynthia Rothrock and uh, oh, wow. like all those all the women action heroes, because there was yeah. some pretty tough women, you know. Actually, the the, the guys, the expendable guys, are getting so old. Pretty soon they'll be calling them the dependables because they'll be wearing <laughs> that. Yuck, awesome. yuck, you know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So I don't know. And, and I maybe think, I think fun is. Uh, I think I think that we we're going to attempt to bring fun back into the yeah. uh, into the medium. I hope. I don't know, and maybe I'm not being fair. Maybe maybe there are some fun movies out there. I'm just not seeing it's it. It's like, like bands. It's like I always say, like where are the good bands? They're out there, but before they were more like into the into the popular consciousness yeah. culture. Now they're like you know in different little areas, and you got to seek them out. And if you're like a young whippersnapper, you probably know more about them than we it's do. It's true. It's true. I don't know. I, I I wish there would be a revolution of funnier uh, comic book heroes or or even just movies I guess there are whatever. funny comic book characters and if since Guardians of the Galaxy is doing good uh, maybe some no. producer might you know another thing too I mean I've heard this from a, a few different interviews back in the old days these producers were like these old Hollywood fat cats 
they would actually not they would actually take a chance on things because they were oh, like, Oh, yeah, the kids like it. Yeah, go ahead and give them a there's few bucks to do it. There's none of that now. Now there's you got a lot of, of bean counters and lawyers just typing just putting in stats and numbers and figuring out like it's committee. It's all by committee. It's all by committee. And they're kinda like it's kinda like lost some of the uh, I, I can't think of the word right now, but the the edge that it had to it because of some guy just taking a chance on like the charm, like Frank Zappa, you know, like who the hell, like you know, like I'm sure somebody would pick up something like that, but Frank Zappa, how the hell did he happen in the '60s? Well, some <laughs> some producer, some like you know record label guy goes, oh, he's one of those rock and roll guys, yeah, sign yeah, him, yeah, sign him, and all of a sudden you get all this like freaking bizarre weirdness that would never, and it was mainstream, it was sold, you could get those weird records like at rich uh, department stores you know good uh-huh. luck good luck now yeah know? that's true i think it's i think it's the producers that are just like a bunch of like not you know not hollywood guys they're just like corporate suits yeah. Yeah. you know boring corporate suits that are making all the decisions yeah maybe it, it must be such a harsh world though i mean you know you got these places just closing down like you know big production companies closing because they because one movie misses I guess they're just well, worried they're about that. Well, spending too much money on these movies is oh, what crazy, the problem is. Crazy money. You know, you do you remember when it became from like, oh yeah, this movie's like well received. Okay, first first it started off with, oh yeah, I want to go see the new John Wayne movie or the new whatever movie, and then later on it became like, oh yeah, this movie got a good review, let's go see it. And then later on it goes, oh wow, they spent like twenty billion dollars on this movie. We got to go it's see it. You know, <laughs> it went from like from actors. To review, to now it's like time. dollars. Everything, everything is about how much was made, and hey, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, it's been yeah, like I that guess. for a while. You know, oh. if Hollywood went away, I would be, I would be so happy. <laughs> and it was just like independent people making movies. I would wow. be so happy. Can you imagine that world? I don't know. Yeah, I could. That'd I'd be pretty it. crazy. I'd love it. Anyway, all right. That's our. Angry I guess that's take. it. I mean, I, you know, maybe it'll come back. If one yeah, movie, if one movie, yeah, hit, if, one movie, if one movie hits, like then maybe all the brooding, you know. Hey, we uh, could only pray that that would happen. But um, bump, there must be a way, and that <laughs> must be our clue as to our movie this week. I'm Bill Shatner, and I'll be back after this trailer break. Promise. There's something on the wing. Did you find the files? I don't even know what they look. What do they look like? They're in the computer. They're in the computer? Yeah, they're definitely in there. I just don't know how he labeled them. I got it. You gotta figure it out. We're running out of time, Hansel. You gotta find them and meet me at the show. Roger. In the computer. It's so simple.
Supreme Zebra Force, Steel Nerve Commandos. Back home, their target, the Mafia. Kill a cop? How are we gonna do it? Trust me. Zebra Force, it's a rare experience and excitement. Rated R. Take someone you can hold tight. The rats are coming. I can change myself with will. They haven't eaten yet, you know. What are you talking about? The rats. They haven't eaten since I bought the thing. And I should think they would be very hungry by now. They eat almost man-eating killer rats are back. More gruesome, more terrifying than ever before. But they are not alone. The werewolves are here, too. Evil, depraved, blood-sucking werewolves that will scare the pants right off you. You must take her to see. The rats are coming. The werewolves are here. Mark! Yeah! Ing! Yeah! Bird! Yeah! 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 Mockingbird! Don't everybody have you heard? Have you heard? She's gonna buy me a mockingbird! And if that mockingbird don't sing, she's gonna buy me a diamond ring! And if that diamond ring Wow, took a while to get those trailers in place. And then yeah. one of them turned out to be a song. So I hope you enjoyed that song. Enjoy the psychedelic werewolf. Yes, the psychedelic. Do the psychedelic werewolf, everyone. Yeah, and then listen to the green slime theme. And then do that. the mashed potato. Yeah. And then do and the, the hokey pokey. Mash. And then do the monster mash. Nice. And then watch. Uh, well, you can't watch. Well, yeah, you can't watch your movie. You can't find yeah. it. I found it online, but I think it's on some kind of. Uh, Cheapo oh, oh, DVD box set. Today's movie. movie, you mean? Today's movie, yeah. It's, hey, hard, it, it's a hard to find one. Isn't this movie like in a box set called Eight? Yes. Eight movies for yes. a man cave. For the man cave. Yeah, I almost bought it. And I, I almost like, bought it. Uh, what? This like, is this the, the, today's movie is is the the uh, uh, in, in the early seventies they started doing ABC made for TV movies every week, and they would do all sorts of genres: horror, love, uh, some missed, action, some hit. Some hit, some well, miss. What was that one we did with that end of the world thing? That uh, I that, remember. What it was a made-for-TV movie where they were they were the aliens were kind of like infiltrating, but they the, they looked like normal people. The love war. The love war. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was okay. That was a that good, was alright. Because yeah. usually, I'll tell you what. When you say a TV made-for-TV movie. The wind comes right out of my sails. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, no. You know, they had the Night Stalker, the Night Strangler, Duel, the Steven Spielberg Duel? was a... Duel was pretty was good. ...was a TV movie, but this is one of the weirder ones. You remember the car? Was yes. that made for TV? I don't think so. That was a regular... I okay. think that was a theatrical release, but it could have been made yeah. for TV. I've never watched it since... we, we that, that hit when I was in like eight... like When I was seven or eight years old. Yeah. Like, and I remember everyone was talking about. They're like, "Oh, we watched it because it it came on TV and everyone watched it." Because, oh my God, yeah, the right. Devil they, Car. They, they promoted it really, yeah. Big. And then, and then we were, everyone, we were always arguing like, "Oh, at the end, you could see the devil's face in the in the in the in the cloud, yeah. and they stuck its tongue out." And then, and I was and like, it was Gene and, Simmons. And, and then people would be like, "No, no, you couldn't. That's li- you're lying and everything." So. Yeah, I, I miss that when they used to promote 
like every week because I would actually watch network television back then. I don't even watch it anymore now. Yeah. They would promote it all the time. This week on ABC. Nice. Yeah, and the movie of the week is uh, you know, they used to have a lot of horror ones, huh? and there was a lot of like possession ones back then. Oh, possession after after, after the Exorcist, Exorcist hit. Some of them actually were before. Okay. There was one of them, I think, that Spielberg directed called Something Evil, and it was weird. It was about some kid that was possessed, and it was the kid from uh, Family Affair, Jody or Buffy or whatever, the <laughs> redheaded kid, and it was it was just strange. Nice. But there, there were strange movies that reflected the strange times that were the 70s. 70s were confused, weren't they? They were strange times. Like, everyone says, I oh. enjoyed them, but like everyone's like, oh, the 60s, man, they were so, like, far out or whatever. I think the 70s were weirder than the 60s. Oh, yeah. The 60s were more far out, but the 70s were more like... Well, the 60s wanted to be far out. They were trying really hard. The 70s just let their groove let their groove go, and it, it was weird. The <laughs> 70s was like the hangover of the 60s, exactly. I think is the way they say that. Yeah, there was, there was some greatness there, and I, and I enjoyed living through the 70s, but... It was a strange time. Speaking of Hangover, I'm <laughs> jump. I'm jumping way ahead, almost to the end of our movie. What what well, what movie are we doing this week? Okay, we're doing a made-for-TV movie from 1974, starring Andy of Mayberry, huh. uh, Captain uh, Kirk, uh, Captain Kirk, uh, Mr. Brady, yep, Greg Brady's dad. I don't even remember Greg his Brady's name. Brady's dad, yeah, and uh, Marjo Gortner. I don't know what character he plays. Except he was in Star Crash, by the way, a movie that oh, we did he was before. Star Crash. He was. He wasn't. He wasn't Stella Stargate, but he was in Star Crash. Yeah. Okay, so you got these four guys. It's called Pray for the Wildcats. Pray for the Wildcats is what we're talking about. Yes. Now. I was less than enthused going into this movie, and I turned out actually kind of liking it. Has a has a very interesting vibe and charm to it. But before I forget, you said of the Hangover of the '60s. There is a scene right towards the end, after much deliberating and much drinking, they show William Shatner, Captain Kirk. He's laying in the desert with an empty bottle of tequila. He drank the whole bottle. And he, like, basically, he wake, awakes to the sound of motorcycles and jumps up and go starts to, for the end finale kind of thing. And he's talking and running and doing all this stuff. And I'll tell you what, man. I've woken up in the middle of nowhere with a bottle in my hand that I've <laughs> emptied. There ain't anything but confusion, usually lots of throwing up, and stumbling. Like... That last scene would not really be physically possible. This is when I was young and I wake up well, with a bottle and well, it'd be you, like, "Well, you got to remember, it, it is it's Captain it Kirk. is Captain Kirk." <laughs> maybe, maybe who's the duck? Scotty? Scotty? No, man. no, no, no. Was Doctor oh, Bones? Bones? Uh, maybe, Bones. maybe Bones like shot down there or transported down and gave him some miracle pills because when you wake up after sleeping on the ground for the night, uh, passing out, then waking up. There ain't nothing fast, including breathing, walking, nothing. It is the shat, you know. Yeah, it is right. the shat. So you got to give him a... <laughs> ah, yes, the shat. You can't, you can't expect no, him to be a normal human being. Let's this put it ain't that no way. funeral home. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> and the shit, ah. All right, so anyway. So anyway, this is like some weird mid-age, middle-age crisis this is a kind very, of movie. The very premise is, I guess, from a time gone by. Oh, yeah. Cause, and I Even though I could see it kind of today, but it's definitely a corporate thing going on. It's a very on. weird corporate thing. Weird corporate thing. Corporate, corporations, this is all, the whole basis of this is there's an ad agency, or, or they don't an even say, it is an ad agency, it is, it is, yeah. um, trying to land a customer, a client. Andy Griffith. And, and Andy Griffith is the client, and he's a, 
a very oddball millionaire or billionaire or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And and um and they're trying to seal this deal. And a lot rides on this. And I that's my degree in college is is advertising, marketing, advertising. Oh, okay. Um and there was still some of this hangover. <laughs> there was some of this hangover in what they taught us and this was like many years ago. I'm not 70s, but it was many years ago, you know. And um, they did talk a little bit about this kind of stuff, but not to this level. Like, yeah, this is extreme. This is extreme, like television, television 60s level. I I believe in the 60s. That is how they did like like the Mad Men thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people like a, a show called Mad Men. Mad Men, yeah. This and is this is probably like an offshoot of Mad Men. Ba- in, basically, in way, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess you know, like a lot of this stuff was like, I guess you know, it's, it's definitely like, I mean, it's so like. You know, you know, it was written by somebody that just like took everything to an extreme, yeah. and you know, you, but it, but it's funny because it's so bizarre. It is very bizarre. Yeah, you know, it's so bizarre. They're trying to woo Andy Griffith, who's some millionaire kind of a Weirdo. crazy country guy, and Shatner's like everybody's got a crisis in this movie. Shatner's like suicidal. He's suicidal because he's getting fired. But I think something's going. They're, they're, he's going to be. He's. They're giving him a break because they're going to get rid of him. But they they still keep him on until he finds another job. I think they're trying right. to do like a smooth transition. They don't dislike him, but they just don't want him around anymore. But he's because he's like know. old fogey, I guess. Yeah, and, you know? and they're trying to be all hip and cool. And Marjo Gordon is like the hip, cool, you know, ad new guy with the cool groovy color. He's on color. his own groove, man. And he's got you know? his like girlfriend, you know, Janet Margolin. Who's She's like, don't be like a hang up, man. Yeah. You know, don't and, don't bring me down, bro. And, and Robert Reed's kind of like, I don't know. He's kind of wishy washy in a way. He's just the next. The, he's the next Shatner. He's, he's the next Shatner. Like yeah. he's gonna have maybe ten years there. Then they're gonna cut him loose, and like, yeah. he's taking over what what Bill Shatner did at the ad agency. Right, and then yeah. and then it's like soap opera because their wives are like the one the one wife Shatner's wife is like some goofball lady Lorraine Gary who I think was in some of the Jaws movies yes and she she loves him but he's cheating on her with Robert Reed's wife Angie the great yeah. Angie Dickinson before right before Police Woman I think or right during wow. Police Woman when she was in Police Woman and then Janet Margolin is uh, you know the young guy you know, Marjo Gortner's wife and she's pregnant and they don't know if they're going to keep the kid and Marjo's like I don't know man you know I got to think about it because yeah, I'm like a young he's being hipster. a total jerk a total douche yeah. he really drank his own Kool-Aid like and the, the the threads in these not what they're wearing like the the the, the, the intertwined threads of these storylines make it kind of very in, very interesting in that like you're kind of like what like is this the way it really was is this the way it really was and then this is a lot of motorcycle riding now a lot of padding of motorcycle riding yeah and you know what i rode a motorcycle my whole life i i grew up with a little yamaha 80 that i rode into the ground and then you know just and my mountain biking and bicycles bmx bikes i've always been on them even this had a little bit too much motorcycle riding for me, yeah, you know. Well, they, it was a, it was a made-for-TV movie, and they're just padding it to be an hour and a half. The basic idea is is that like they're trying to sell uh, Andy Griffith this premise, and he's like, "Well, I got an idea. Why don't we all go out for a? a we're gonna ride the we're Baja. gonna ride the bike to Baja, and then like maybe if I'm feeling this this campaign that you're giving me, then I'll give you the money. So basically, Andy Griffith just wants to get a bunch of old guys or middle-aged yeah. guys and go out and act like. You know, Young bikers. Yeah. They want to. They basically he's he wants to be like a biker, 
And these guys are like, oh, I guess I need the money because it's a million-dollar campaign. So basically, he convinces them. And Shatner, like we said, Shatner's suicidal. He doesn't want to do it. He's even trying to, like, you know, jerry-rig the bike yeah. to, you know, kill and whatever, kill himself to get. And he's got, like, he's trying to set up some uh, uh, he, insurance he buys policy. A, he buys an insurance policy because he knows. And he, because he even, like, alludes to it. Like, well, to start the movie out, yeah. they show, like, some motorcycle riding. You know, and they're like, bah, 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 you know, like in the in the off-road stuff, off-road motorcycle riding. Yeah. This is all off-road. We're not talking about uh, har- like Harleys and all like that. No. These are like the back in the 70s and 80s. There was like a 125s up to 250s was like an enduro motorcycle they called them, where they were off-road and on-road, mm. but mostly made for off-road. You know, they could take um, the bumps and jumps. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Shock absorbers. Just, yeah. So these guys are. They show them like riding around, and one guy is clearly really much more into it than anyone else. And the three other ones go back, and there's like a picnic set from the women. the The, the wives are like, you know, there's like the big, can- there's like the big station wagon. They're setting up this weird, you know, uh, pic- picnic with some serious with some, food. Yeah, with food serious food and, and like champagne and crap. And then the yeah. the, 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 the la- Andy Griffith shows up, and he's like, "Oh, you know, we should have rode more." And they're like, "Ah, we're too tired, whatever." And he's like, "You know what? If you want to sell me on this thing, you know, we're gonna have to take this trip to Baja, which was what we talked about before." So there's a slight thing, and he's like, this is nothing. This is all kids play. We're going to go in the real outback. And they're like, okay. So they begrudgingly do it. And then they, they go to this one, like, scene where they're in, they're showing what they do, and they're trying to land the thing. And that's where you introduce to how Shatner's losing his job and how the other guys don't really need him anymore, and they're kind of already edged him out, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, um... The young creative guys, like the real, he he's he's a he's annoying. He's yeah, one of the he's most annoying. he's one of the most annoying characters. I actually found Shatner and um, Greg Brady's dad, Robert Reed, R- Robert Reed to be sub- more subdued. So yeah, oh yeah, they definitely. were they were kind of like Andy Griffith and the like insa- Andy Griffith is insane. You never seen him like he this. He was freaking lunatic in this movie. He, I, I I read a story where I don't know if this is true, but it was kind of funny. Where after he did one of these crazy scenes. Like, he was having nightmares at night. <laughs> I don't know if the story is true or not, but it was funny. He, he was having nightmares at night that he was killing Don Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> and he supposedly called Don Knotts just to make sure he's still alive. So he got into his character. And you can tell he's getting into his character because he's got, like, insanity in his eyes. He was, like, frothing at the mouth a couple times. Like, he was yeah. He was a big, rapey lunatic. Yeah. And he was a just a nutball. So they're just like driving, and the, and the scenery's awesome too. When they're riding their bikes yeah. by the mountains and stuff like that, oh, it's, it's beautiful. Just amazing, you know, man. it's amazing. And from doing that kind of stuff all throughout Pennsylvania along the Blue Ridge Mountains and stuff like that, it is beautiful. Like you know, like now, unfortunately, like motorcyclers, like off-road motorcyclers, are like kind of people are like, oh, you're ruining the environment. Like they're not cool. Like you get belittled and like kind you of mean run they're out. Taking of away the fun. Yes, they're yeah, <laughs> common threads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so, y- y- unfortunately, it's constantly under attack because they're ruining the world with their motorcycles, whatever erosion and blah blah blah. So, um, but it's it's a fun activity. It's a really great yeah. activity, honestly. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But boy, it takes it beats the shit out of you. I'm sure it does. Which I liked because they did show them. They must have done a lot of the stuff themselves. It looked like Shatner and them were really riding bikes and knew how to do it. Too. They knew how to do it, and also towards the end of the movie, they were limping around, and that's the reality of it. Your kidneys and back, yeah, they back. get the shit beat out of them. Like, even though you're like, oh, it's motorized, 
whatever. Well, all, well, even the shock absorbers. I mean, you're going up mountains and you're you're constantly getting. Yeah. I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're. You're. You got to wear a jock or something because you know it's after know, a while. It's kind of like you uh, get really beat up. And they, and yeah. they they were actually true to form. They were kind of limping around a lot and tired. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we're we're getting off we're track here. So yeah. so they they do start this thing and they show up at the border of Mexico. All four of them. These and and this that crazy Andy Griffith starts throwing them jackets. He's like, I made up jackets for this occasion. <laughs> and they have these motorcycles. And they're the Wildcats. And they're the Wildcats. And I don't know where they. They never even say where they get that name. He just wanted to call them the Wildcats. No, or but that, and then when they take off, Andy Dickinson says something. Blah blah. And then pray for the Wildcats. I was like, we have title. We have yeah, movie title. I always. See Angie, Angie. I always try and figure out how soon we hear the title of the yeah, movie in the movie. Point, you know, yeah. like uh, let's have a duel, shall we? Yeah. You know? Oh, duel. Anyway, so yeah, they take off in Mexico and they're riding around and then like they they come across a little uh, cantina there. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you can go into no, that. No, go ahead. You oh, do. You, oh, okay. You want me to do the honors? Yeah, yeah they go I've into... I've been kind of running... I've been, like, talking a lot about this movie already. They, they go into this cantina there, and, like, I guess Andy Griffith knows the place, and so... They're in there, and he's knocking back tequilas and the whole nine yards. They're drinking. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, they're not, they're not drinking would put you to shame. Yeah, exactly. You would be, like, on the floor. And like, I'm not shy about and drinking. you're not shy about that. Well, only once in a while, but <laughs> yeah. anyway, you know. Yeah, so they're, like, and especially Andy Griffith, you know, he's, like, insane. He's, like, you can see in his eyes he's going nuts. Yeah. You can see, like, the craziness in his eyes. And then, like, all, all of a sudden... Some young hippie woman, girl, hot one too, starts doing some like sexy dance around the place. I don't think you'd do that. You'd get raped. <laughs> well, if you're in Mexico, like yeah. I don't think it would have been the white guy doing it. I'm yeah. not being racist here. I'm just saying, like, if you're in some seedy bar in Mexico, well, the boyfriend and, didn't seem to mind. Of course, let's let's all remember this yeah. is the 70s. Good okay? point. This yeah. is the 70s. We're not talking about today. We're talking about the 70s where when things were a lot different, I guess. I guess. I know. <laughs> I guess I know. I know I guess. Anyway, so she's like doing her dance and like Andy's going like, he's losing it. He's getting his hormones are in, a, in an uproar and she's he's like raging and he gets up and he starts like, you know, groping her and doing this little dance and he's a weirdo he's, he's a total he's weirdo. like well, he's like dancing up to him. he's like yeah yeah you're like, he's, <laughs> right. you're like what are you doing you you, you crazy old bastard totally over the top yeah. insane performance <laughs> if you want to watch andy griffith like i said before this like is you've it. never seen like before. you've never seen him jack palance would do some crazy over the top performances andy rivals it in, in a lot <laughs> he, of does. He, he does, does. <laughs> he does he says he's as crazy as jack in this he movie is. he is as crazy as jack and then like he starts groping the girl and then the boyfriend gets pissed and andy just grabs this guy and like throws him across the room this is a young big guy Andy's like super strength i guess he's got that tequila yeah. super strength beer muscles i always used to call beer them muscles, yeah. a kind of loud mouth and a whole bunch of beer muscles you know he just it. tosses the guy back and he's like you know, going to kill him, and then they pull him back, yeah, and they yeah. stop The ad execs are like, hey, this is supposed to be about fun. Shatner is the one, he really plays an ad guy. Yeah, a, a mar- Like, a lot. He He's yeah, like, he hey, this is about fun, right? We're doing fun things. This is a whole trip to celebrate fun. And, and you're like, he sounded like an ad exec trying to close a deal, yeah, you know, where yeah. everyone else is kind of just being whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. It's true. So yeah. they get on their motorcycles, and... And He's as, the adult in the room. Yeah, he is. And and as the, as uh, Andy Griffiths at at some mule watering trough, like 
washing himself, and you're like, this is gross. The, the hippie gets in, and the hippie and the woman get into a beat-up old uh, Chevy Nomad, like an old, like a panel truck, they call it. The classic it. 70s, if this van is a rockin', Don't come a-knockin', rockin van. van, yeah. So they're like, okay, well that's weird, and because uh, if you sh- if they show you something in a movie on made for TV, it's coming up again. Yeah. But uh, yeah. so they drive off, and then they ride for a while, and they get to a spot where they think it's going to be like a campsite. There's they're like now they're in the middle of the desert again. They're like whatever, and um and Griff- Andy Griffith is like, oh, I'm going to go ride up that mountain. That's and, right. And and, and, yeah. and everyone's like, no. But then the young guy who's like, yeah, dude, you know, he's all he's. You can tell he's kind of making power moves. Yeah, yeah, he is. But yeah. he's also a hippie jerk, so it's kind of really weird. It's a weird thing. So he drives with him. And Even though it, Andy kind of didn't want him to yeah, go. Yeah, he didn't want him to go. He wanted this to be Because Andy had sinister, yes. you know, bad intentions. Bad intentions is correct. Yeah. Instead of, cause, oh, because oh, I'm, we're jumping around so much, my God. Before they made to the camp... They go to this bluff that's overlooking the water. Oh yeah. That and you know the ocean where the oceans in Mexico. They did. They saw. Them. And they saw the two hippies frolicking naked in the water. Yeah. And uh, and then they're like, okay, well let's get out of here. You know, it's, we got to keep riding. And that's when and that's when Andy Griffith Andy formulates the thing. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna go up on the mountain to look around. But in reality, he's like, I'm gonna go cause trouble with those two hippies. Yeah. And he still has that on his brain. So him and him and the uh, spacecraft or the spa- uh, what Star Crash yeah, guy? Yeah, Marjo, Marjo Gordner. Yeah, right. Star they, Crash. The, guy. Star Crash guy. They go. They go riding, and Andy's like, "No, nah, we're gonna take a detour." And he goes to the cause trouble. And he and he first he's like, "Oh, I want to. I'm gonna say I'm sorry." To, you know, he's like, "I'm sorry for causing all that trouble." And he's talking to the hippie guy. The girl's out frolicking still in the in the water. Yeah. And he's like, "Here, I want to give you some money, you know, to help you out." And he's like, "No, that's all right, dude." And he's like, "No, I'll give you a hundred bucks." And he's like, and then the the hippie goes, "Nothing's for nothing, man." And he's like, "Well, I want your. I'm trying to buy your woman." Yeah, right. He <laughs> wants to have sex with this girl, and, and the guy, and then the hippie like says, "Get out of here, man. Get out of here." And then he, then Andy loses his mind. Once again. Once again, he's like all ravenous, and then the hippie actually breaks a board yeah. over him. Yeah. And then and then Andy Griffith picks up this this axe and chases him away, and then cause then he couldn't kill him, so he he hatchets their radiator, radiator yeah. which is the that's the kiss of death. You're you're done. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. If you're in the desert and your vehicle stops, that's the end of your your existence pretty much. Yeah, not a hundred percent, but yeah, it's pretty pre- bad. pretty damn. It's worse th- worse in the seventies. Things are looking <laughs> grim. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Then they go back and. And they're like, oh, nothing happened, nothing, nothing. And you could, they could tell that the the Star Crash guy was full of shit. But whatever, they just moved on. And technically, he didn't really do anything. Technically, except well, though he destroyed his van, but yeah, yeah, he didn't do anything. So then, they, I, what is it? They're they're like they get back on the road, and all of a sudden, a helicopter shows. They're up. riding in the middle of the thing in a helicopter with the and, with it, the, and it's a Mexican police yeah. guy. And he's like grilling them about, you know. You, where are you guys at? What are you? He takes doing? their like uh, permits and all yeah, that. Permits stuff. to be there? What was it called? Like a? There was a weird name a, a, for a, it. A permiso. I think it was a Spanish word or yeah, something. Permission to be in Mexico. Yeah, something some card. Like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, as if. And he's like, oh, he took the cards and he's like, oh, were you planning on making a stop at whatever town's name? They're like, no. He's like, well, you are now. Yeah. And he's like, I'll give you these cards back there. We're going to check you out. Because we're going to check you out because he's like, oh, we found motorcycle tracks around. The guy died from di- died of, uh, exhaustion. exhaustion like, and the girl got, girl got bit snake by bit. a snake, but she's still alive. Still alive. So there you go. So she's she's the only 
witness or, or link whatever to this. link to this. So Andy starts to like, oh yeah, sure, okay, buddy. You know, Andy's like kissing his butt. Yeah, yeah. we'll go there. And then later that night, they're like, they're like, you know, waiting. They're like, Andy's drinking with the cops, and he's being buddy buddy with everybody. Right. And then, and I think, I didn't, I think Shatner and Robert Reed are like thinking about actually spilling the beans. No, Reed isn't. Shatner switched gears. Okay. Rather than, hey, I'm going to kill myself. Hey, this isn't right. This guy murdered yeah, those yeah, two right. people, although he didn't do it directly. Yeah. So, and then at that point, then that, that young guy is like, he's dealing with his problems. So he's like, I'm going to get married. And, 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 and like that. And then uh, Andy Griffith gives him the weird look like, shut yeah, up. This is stupid? my show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's like, shut up. Get out of here. You know, cause they're like really and getting then, drunk. And then, and then Andy like to buy him off already offered him a, an ad, a job at his agency. So he doesn't spill the beans. You know, he's, he's like, a, Hey, yeah, he'd meet my new ad director right yep. over here, this yeah. guy. You so know, to keep a, him silent, he, he buy him, a, give him a job. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. So then then uh, Reed is like, look, you can't do anything. We have to wait till we're in America. Mexico yeah, right, is not right. like America. And then and then um, Shatner's kind of begrudgingly going, okay, whatever. That's when we fast forward to that scene where he, he like, everyone goes into the bar except for Shatner who drinks himself to the ground, you know. And that's when he wakes up past he passes out in the desert. He wakes up and then he goes what's he runs over to Reed and he's like, What's going on? And then Reed's like, Well, we're staying here, we're done, and those two are riding gonna finish the leg of the of the ride together. The girl died. Yeah, the girl died. So I guess there's no evidence. No and Reed is like, It's over, dude. You can, I don't know what you think you're gonna say, but it's done. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. And Shatner's not having any of that. So he springs into Shatner action. Yeah. And Reed's just like, well, whatever. I'm just staying here, man. I'm I'm done. I'm out of it. Yeah, right. I'm not right, gonna support right, yeah. you. And then Shatner goes and uh, chases the other two down. <clears throat> and that's when Annie Griffith's like, well, this is my new ad exec. And he's like, well, you you go back to the to the can to the bar. We're gonna we're gonna we have to finish this. And then uh, and he's chasing. He's Andy Griffith is trying to kill William Shatner because Shatner's like, well, you know what? I'm gonna just go back and tell the cops what I know. And you're yeah. done. You're you're really you're 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 screwed. So Griffith is like trying to kill him. Yeah, he's like driving, kicking his. You know, they're driving around, kicking it. You know, kicking, kicking motorcycles. Back. Yeah, that yeah, because Shatner's going back to to spill the beans, and Andy's trying to stop him. Right. Or whatever. So then, and then Shatner does this. They're along this this bluff again, where yeah. they're like the, the 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 background is the ocean, and they're on this huge cliff. And uh, Shatner does this great power move where he go he's he lays his bike down and rolls inward, and Andy Griffith. Just goes right over the edge and yeah, that was pretty cool. Blows actually. up and dies. Yeah, like a big. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool actually. I mean, it like the 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 black cloud of smoke was like unbelievable. That, dude, that was Mexico because that was real rubber burning. That wasn't like yeah, that yeah. was a there was no fake smoke pots in that, that one. That was a real deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Shatner does this weird thing where he yeah. just drives his motorcycle into the ocean and starts screaming or crying or and something. Yeah, he does this like Shatner, like, ah, Shatner sc- death scream or whatever. It's weird. He was it very was, weird. Yeah, and then like, oh, is he going to die? Is he like committing suicide? Because he's basically like out in the middle of nowhere and he rode his bike into the water. He was going to, and everyone knew he was suicidal. He was like, That's what I was thinking at that point, but no. Yeah, and then, then they come across, so after the scream, they, they drive across the the you know now you see the three women waiting for this 
on the other side of the Mexico oh, border. Oh, but you know what we did forget? But it was just like another subplot. The subplot of Andy Dickinson and sh- telling Shatner's wife about the affair and all that. And Shatner's wife basically telling Andy that she knew about it already, so it's no just big deal. Up, but then yeah. she said, basically telling her that Shatner wanted to kill himself and she didn't want to believe it or something like right. that. But it was just a little There was a lot of that. Like, cause, soap opera. Because uh, Greg Brady's wife hates him. And yeah. then they were like constantly at each other's throat. Like it was all like everything was a facade. Everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so this guy's dead. They, you know they're they're sitting at the Mexican border, and then like the, the uh, hearse comes, and they load up a, the casket, and it's and it's Andy Griffith's body. Yeah, and then Shatner lived. The fat the federales bring the other three uh, out, and it's like all the. Uh, Greg Brady goes. So do you want to still take um, separate vacations? And his wife goes. No, I'm getting. We're divorced. Right. So then they go. That's the end of that. Uh, space Star Crash okay. dude's like, oh, you know, I really love you, and I want to, I want us to have a baby together. And she's like, well, it's too late for that. Yeah, abortion she aborted, time. You aborted the baby. So yeah. that's the end of that. And then Shatner just kind of says, well, my life is shit, but I guess we're doing okay. So I'm gonna help you paint the living room, and we'll figure it out. And yep. So he was the only one that really won. Not yeah. one, but I mean, he was the most normal. He of came all out of the best of yeah. all. He was the guy who had the most problems at the beginning, and he came out because he was the most. Because he like, was the one that morally found himself, in, yeah, right, you know, yeah, on this yeah. whole trip. So this is a movie about finding yourself in the seventies, and Andy wow. Griffith being a, a supreme a hole of all time. He was the rapiest jerk I've ever seen on screen. One of them, anyway. Yeah. Man, he was. He was. I didn't think he was had it in him. He he was just. He all was, those years of Aunt B just got him all angry. He was just disgusting. You know? I, I, and you know that's not who he was. I mean, no, but by all accounts, he was a very nice guy. No, but definitely, but a, definitely but it was something good actor. there. There was definitely something there. He was a good actor, you, man. You don't, you don't pull that crap out of your gut without having some, <laughs> some issues somewhere, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so that's that. That was good. You know, it was a good movie. I, overall, I... Um, a lot of... Like, like what I said before, a lot of, a lot of motorcycle riding and... And I like that stuff, so I didn't mind it, but it was kind of like, okay. This is know. a movie that if you were a TV editor and you had to fit it in a tiny 90-minute time slot, it'd probably be pretty easy to do. You yeah. Know? Just cut a lot of the yep. cool bike shots and get to the uh, to plot. Yeah. And so. it was, uh, it, there was a lot of stuff. The way it was shot was interesting. The motorcycles were always broken up into two groups. The young the, the young guy with the, with Crazy Griffith was always in the front, and the two older guys were always hanging back. All right. Like uh, there was, a, I noticed a lot of stuff. They really built it well. They wrote it well. So there you go. What do you yeah. give it? I guess I'm gonna go with an eight. That's really high. That's pretty high for a goofball movie. But I'll yeah. give it a seven. Yeah, because I, w- I was gonna, th- I was thinking seven, seven and a half, and I was like, I, at the end, you I liked, liked it. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure, you know, because yeah. I, I was watching it last night and I've forgotten how soap opera she was, but then that balances out with the insanity. Of I don't it, mind uh, it. Yeah, and I usually hate that crap, but um. It was it was very light like that all the the, the women stuff where they were talking yeah. it was literally like maybe thirty seconds yeah, of airtime right, and then it. it was back to the that's motorcycle it. riding so yeah. it was pretty good. All right, so pray for pray the for the Wildcats and hey, go out and check it out if you can find it. You know, go 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 to Amazon for eight movies for the man <laughs> cave. It's like four dollars or something, <laughs> and they're all TV movies. Yeah, there you go, too. fifty cents a movie. Yep. can't beat that. Yep, there you go. All right, we'll see you next week, everyone. My Mao with me as always, Doctor Morbius. We'll see you next week.